I want to show you something pretty cool. And some of you guys may have seen it. You remember Stanley, the story in Brad Jerzak's book? If you, if you haven't, Stanley um, uh, was in foster care. I sent out the email. Some of you guys may not have seen it. But uh, uh, Brad was talking about just the inclusiveness of Christ. And, and uh, when people know their love, that's the end of theology because he is love. So if you know you're loved, there's not much else, right? Everything else comes with it. When you know you're perfectly loved, then you know you're going to be taken care of. When you know you're loved, of course he heals. Did Jesus heal everybody who came to him for healing? Yes, and he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so uh, he, he provided for everybody who came to him, did he not? So he'll provide for you. It's really, it's really awesome. But anyway, some of you guys know Stanley's story. Just, he was in a foster care system his whole life, no blood relatives, didn't have, uh, really alone and full of despair, and he tried to kill himself you know, several weeks ago. And, but thankfully, uh, as you'll hear this, we can hit that first picture real quick, actually, the, the slides. So um, Esther, the, his social worker, she's awesome, and I'll tell you something cool about what's going to happen with her. Um, she showed him, Stanley, can you see the light in my eyes? Because she said she can't talk about Jesus and different things because it's a government position where she's at. But she said, look in my eyes. Can you see what are my eyes saying to you? And he says, yes, I can see the light in your eyes. And, and uh, he thought he was a lone wolf and, and black sheep. And uh, he said, she said, what are my eyes saying? He said, I'm loved and I'm part of the world. And then this radical transformation starts to happen just uh, um, because he starts knowing he's loved, etc., he, he feels good enough. He goes and gets a job at a flour mill. And then uh, he said, my heart's desire was always to have a friend. And some of you guys saw the video when, when Brad was with us. And he said, I even went to work and somebody fisted me, gave me a fist pump. And he wants to, he wants to spend time with me outside of work. It's the first time he's ever had a friend. And I said, he wants to ride bikes with me, but he doesn't have a bike. And then Stanley's bike was broken down. So Inspire 100, I'll talk about that. I'll watch for this video. We just bought them brand new bikes, gear, uh, really nice bikes too. Like they wouldn't buy for themselves, which is cool. And so anyway, Esther is videoing him. And I just want you to, I want you to see a couple things in this. Is he's hard, he's kind of got a speech issue. Um, so she does a really good job of repeating him. But watch towards the end when she goes, Stanley, you're a beloved soul. When, when she starts speaking life into him, watch how intense and focused he gets. I just want to show you that. So it's a little tough to hear him, but she does a great job. I think this is kind of a tearjerker, but this is the gospel to me. When you know you're loved, all of a sudden their lives start to change. So thanks to all you guys and everybody who, um, who give to Inspire 100. We'll talk a little bit about that after the video. So we can roll that video real quick if you want. Stanley outside Jack's Cycles and he has got his new bike. Um, all right, Stanley, how are you? I'm good. You're good. Okay, so, um, right, so tell me a little bit about um, your experience re receiving this new bike. I'm actually very happy. Yeah, I never think I get would get a new bike. You never thought you'd get a new bike, yeah. eh? Yeah, and I, I, I plans to get a new bike one day in the future when I can afford to. Okay, your 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 bike that you have currently is pretty old, right? It is since 2013. Okay, and it's had a lot of repairs, so it did. So you've you've received this gift from someone that you don't know. 
um, someone in the world that you're not a part of. Remember you were saying that you're a part of the world guy? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, this is a great kindness, eh? It is. It is. Does that touch your heart? It definitely does. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to say anything about that? To the person who, to the person who gave me this new bike, thank you for buying me a gift. And <clears throat> and I, I, I never, I was not expecting you to, but uh, at least I don't know you. But they, they were feeling, <clears throat> they were feeling nice of you. For sorry for the lot of cough. It doesn't smoke a cough. <laughs> That's okay, Stanley. That's okay. Um, so, so really, your family extends. Perfect. Um, it, it extends like far, right? Yeah. It does, and um, so now, like your stories in a book, and um, the ripple effects of that is pretty significant. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a far cry, Stanley, from the day that we had together, where that we had a lot of tears, right? Yeah. 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 And tears are good, right? They were tears were were the words of your soul that you that one it needed to come up, right? They were deep deep mourning and loss. Definitely. Yeah. So what's what's going on with you now? You have this you have a new work, I you do. you have this new awareness that you belong in this world about your truth and identity you met the light definitely yeah and the light um, spoke to your heart and and things have radically shifted and changed for you yeah this light is pretty (laughs) this light is pretty transformative it is do you want to say anything about um, the transformation that you feel that's happened Uh, at the the beginning before the light my life was living in the dark, hmm. and I, I was I was in darkness for many years. You're in darkness for many years, eh? And then when I finished all the light, it be, it gave me happiness. Hmm. It's joy. Wow! It sounds like joy. Um, joy came from within you. Yeah. Yeah. So so there was a there was a darkness that was covering the joy. Yeah. And now joy, would you say that joy is a constant companion? Hey, yeah. It is. She is. Definitely. Yeah, joy is, with, is a constant companion within you and, and has always been there, Stanley. Yeah. You just, um, just were not aware of it, right? Yeah. The lie can really, um, that lie can really bring a lot of darkness. I know. Yeah. I, I live through it. Yeah, I know. You live through it. I know. Yeah. Stanley, this is a joy. It's a joy to witness you. It's a joy to be with you. Um, you are such um, a beautiful soul. And it is this it's incredible joy just to be with you, witness you. And, uh, yeah. And thank you to um, the kindness of of uh, the people who and the generosity yeah. for this new um, 
this, these new wheels that you have, which is going to make a significant difference in your world as well. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say, Stanley? Well, again, thank you for the gift. And I really appreciate it. Beautiful, beautiful. I know you do. I know yeah. you do. Okay, we love you. Love you, <laughs> Bye. Isn't that good? So thank you. And uh, his friend, too, um, they got bikes. So here's what's cool. I was like, uh, I was like Esther, you are, you are awesome with these people. Just can't, isn't she good? And she said, uh, she goes, well, my, what I, my job is, is uh, part of this. She helps people clear limiting beliefs and shows them their true identity without having to say Jesus. And so anyway, some of, you guys, uh, some of you guys know Sunday nights at 6.30, so tomorrow night at 6.30 we do freedomministries.live, L-I-V-E, where I, I really love, really the last couple weeks as well, just how the body of Christ has started to operate, just people praying for each other and, and uh, getting words of knowledge and prophecy, etc., for people. Not weird, not weird in my opinion, because it can get strange in a hurry, but really life-giving um, things that that let people know that they're they're loved and valued and things like that so she's going to jump on tomorrow night at 6 30 and uh share just a little bit more about stanley and his friend and and uh I'll just jump on what's what's so cool she's like oh my gosh i'm sharing your videos with everybody right now and so that's just how the body works isn't that cool and i love that so anyway i'm excited to have her on so you might want to jump on but uh, for all of you guys online um if you need prayer, etc., because we're going to talk about healing again tonight, and and uh, you know it, it's really kind of sad because as I talk to a lot of these pastors, as Barb knows, they've really just disregarded it. They just because they don't see it in their church, and and uh, they're just like, oh, it, it's it's you know we don't really do it, and it's kind of sad. I'm like, do you guys see Jesus healing people in Scripture at all? I I do everywhere, right? And so it shouldn't be this difficult thing. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you this, is every one of you have the gift of healing if you desire to use it. That's, it's so simple, guys. And so we'll talk about that tonight. In fact, if anybody needs prayer for physical healing, come up here. Um, we'll, we'll do it on you, you know, if you, if you want to. But if you're too shy, we'll do it afterwards too. But, um, but uh, I, I'll just share with you, you know, some of you guys that uh, called in this week that received prayer. Uh, here's just one cool testimony. This is kind of cool. So um, I'm not going to use names, but she said, share away. So she's like, oh, Mike, what an amazing night. Pretty serious health issues that she's got going on. As I was laying in bed, my husband was asleep. I was remembering the joy and relief that I experienced when my PET scan last year showed no evidence of cancer. And then it, it, it popped up again. But anyway, how many of you guys know the truth is the truth, that she's whole and she's vibrant. So Anyway, we were just teaching her really just how to pray and receive everything that's already true about her. I was really leaning into those emotions, and suddenly I had a thought and revelation that I was wanted. Exclamation points. I hadn't thought of that in years. My mother used to tell me, sister, my, my, me and my sister, that she never wanted us. We're keeping her from having fun. How, how sad is that, huh? That, uh, that was Stanley. That's Stanley's story. You know, foster care his whole life, never knew anybody loved him. And uh, so thank you for all you guys that make that tangible. I forgot to talk about that. Inspire 100, inspire100.org is uh, just a benevolence arm of Freedom Ministries. And the idea is if, if you give $100 a month, if there's 100 of us, there's 10000 a month that we can give on projects like this. And we're going to get more pictures of uh, the single mom's car we're taking care of and 
And uh, Cindy just posted the pictures of the kids in, on their Disney cruise. And it said, once in a lifetime cruise. This is what I have to get them to understand. No, it's not a once in a lifetime cruise. It's a anytime you want to go on cruise. That's what we're trying to show you is the love of Christ. As the kids were like, can we believe for that? Yes, you can believe for that. And you can believe for it next year again if you want. You guys understand that? So anyway, um, so thank you for doing that. And, and uh, uh, if you're looking for a place to give, if this impacts, um, if this ministry is impacting you, all you guys online locally, we already give just as, uh, as part of this body. But that's just awesome. You know, we can do more and more things like that. And so anyway, as... Uh, so that's all I'll say about that. So she said, um, I'm wanted. I hadn't thought of that of years. We were keeping her from having fun. Well, this overwhelming realization hit me that I'm wanted. I'm loved. I'm cherished. I started doing the healing code exercises, just immersing myself in that love and joy. I cried. I laughed. I grinned ear to ear, and nobody could take that away from me. It was like something broke open, and I'm flooded by his goodness. It's a new me walking today. Last night, I could see myself filled with his light, and I was literally lit up like a lantern. I'm still glowing. Of course, I was thanking the Lord and saying that I was grateful seemed way too small a term. I was overwhelmed by a gratitude I can't describe. Thank you for caring, your teaching, your love of wanting to see others truly free. I'm walking on cloud nine today. I'm not coming down. Blessings. I am whole. I'm healed. I'm vibrant. I'm loved. I'm wanted. I'm cherished and bursting with joy. She puts her name. Isn't that good? I promise you her body responds. Amen? Healthy, whole, vibrant, cancer-free. Amen? Don't you guys want to do stuff like that? So we're going we're to help you do it tonight, okay? So let's, let's just, uh, uh, and some of you guys want a, a good book. Like I said, I had never read this until a couple weeks ago when Brad Jerzak was with us, and he was like, we were just sharing with him. A lot of you guys know, but online it's growing so much every week. I kind of want to just repeat a, a few things every week. So um, we were just talking about all the healings that people are experiencing, and, and just simple. No fasting for it, no praying in tongues for hours, no nothing. Just knowing that he's in you, and you're the, you're the body of Christ, and you just release what's already in you and let him do it. There's really no stress. There's no strain. There's, no, there's nothing you have to do, but I, wanna, I wanted to do another week on this um, just because it's so critical. Like one of the... It, sickness is a big business today, isn't it? Isn't it rainy? It's kind of sad, isn't it? And so... And, if, of anybody that should be this light is, I, I just kind of find the church dead on this issue and uh, just going, what, what is wrong? It, Jesus is in you, is he not? And he said, greater works are going to do. And you don't have to be weird, like I said, and do all these things and the price of power and all that. That's just nonsense. You're in him and seated at the right hand. That's all really you need to know. And he says, just do it. Just do it. So anyway, he was like, you guys sound like Agnes Sanford. Never heard of her. But it's worth it, isn't it? Some of you guys online are already responding. If you, want to, if you want to really be used by him through healing, this is a pretty good book. Some of them are just like, you guys are loony. Like, you don't need to do that. It's, it's much simpler than that. And so um, I just want to share a couple things out of this. So if you're looking for it, because this is really what we do. And, uh, and he does his thing. We really take no part in this. And so here's, she just gives a couple things I just wanted to read here, which I think is awesome. And so she's kind of sharing her story in this. Is her baby had been ill. She says, my baby had been ill for six weeks with abscessed ears. What's an abscessed ear? Is that just an ear infection? What is that? It's old talk. What's an abscessed ear? An ear infection? Okay. I know what an abscess is on a hog. It's not good looking. Um, Reuben, you ever see that? 
No, <laughs> farm kid, we had to do that. Like, bah. So anyway, <laughs> my baby had been ill for six weeks, which I'm just going to say ear infection. I got cellular memories on abscess. So I prayed desperately that God would heal the child. My mind was filled with thoughts of fear and bitterness. Do you hear that? My mind was filled with thoughts of fear and bitterness. <clears throat> and so, and these are not of God. God is love. He's in perfect love, casts out fear. So God could not go through me to heal my baby, for there was a break in the pipe that connected me with him. Nevertheless, in his great kindness, he did what he could for me. He sent me one of his own ministers. The minister was a young man, ruddy-faced, clear-eyed, full of normal, healthy interest in people and in life. I'll go up and have a little prayer with him, he said. I don't think that'll do any good, I replied wearily. He's only a year and a half old. He won't understand. What I really thought was, if God doesn't answer my prayer, how would he answer this minister's prayer? Oh, that won't matter, the minister said, disregarding my feeble protests. Light shine in his eyes. I looked at him, and I saw his joyfulness, and I believed. For joy is the heavenly okay on the inner life of power. No dreary, long-faced minister channels God's healing to my baby. For without, any, for without my faith, that baby could not have been healed. And it was the joy on the minister's face that called for my faith. Looking on him, I knew that I had been with the one who came to give us his joy, and so I knew the baby would be well. The minister placed his hands upon the baby's ears, and said, Father, we ask you to send your life into this baby's ears and make them well. We thank you because we know this is being done. Amen. The fever flushed, died out, the fever flushed died out of the baby's face immediately. He turned very pale, closed his eyes, and slept. When he woke, he was well. He never again had, <clears throat> had it says abscess ears. What was I saying? Ear infection. <laughs> it's getting, it's throwing me off there. Abscess, I'm thinking of the hog with an abscess. So, This incident turned on the light for me in the world that had grown very dark with futility. It showed me that God is active and powerful and real. True, I understood very little about him. I merely thought that the visiting minister had the gift of healing. A lot of you guys have been taught that, that somebody has the gift. Now I know that he had no gift except that which is open to every one of us, the infinite gift of the life of God himself. God's water of life could rush through him. For his spirit and God's spirit were intact. He was in harmony with God. And all, he, all she does, if you look at this, is exactly what we're going to share with you tonight, is just using your God, God-given gifts of your heart and mind. We're going to talk about healing tonight, but it's really anything. It's really anything in your life, every area, relationships, whether it's uh, uh, marriage, whether it's personal relationships, business relationships, finances, joy. It really doesn't matter. It all works the same. You guys understand that, right? But healing is such a big deal because people are not well today. Amen. And John clearly says, beloved, above all else, I want you to prosper and be in health as what prospers? Your soul, the inner man, the real you. And so most of us, uh, like I said last week, is one of the things I value going to Africa and with Bishop Oyedipo, even though it's very legalistic, etc., is uh, they lived this kind of stuff. And, and uh, we were talking about this with Brent and Leslie and Turner before he left. How's he doing, by the way? Is he good? You hear from him or no? Is he in the Ukraine already or still in L.A.? Do you get to have you talked to him yet since he's there? Um, just trying to get that worked out. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> it'll work out. I promise, Mom. Right? Is that a desire of your heart? Then it's a done deal. Amen. So he wouldn't put the desire there unless the ability to do it was already there. So anyway, we're just sharing. Like Bishop would always say this to us. He says, you've lived among the humans too long. You've forgotten who you are. Like you're a child of God. You, you have infinite love and ability and Everything God is is in you and through you. And she talked about that in there. Is we've just, I th- oh, did I just see it? I think I just saw it. 
this is so true. Uh, I don't want to try to find it. But um, she's talking about that. We just grow up with this thinking it's normal. And if he's life and he's life ever, everlasting, he says, I came to give you life and life if you beg enough, no, a life more abundantly, right? He wants to give us life. And, and uh, it's really interesting to me because when we start sharing with pastors, etc., they really get defensive on this thing, right? And um, like, well, what if they don't get healed? No, stop that. That's the problem right there. That the first thing that pops to their mind is that. Like, what if they get healed? Wouldn't that be good? That'd be good, wouldn't it? Uh, I would say more, the, it's a vast majority of the people we pray for get healed. Wouldn't you say? And, uh, and everybody would eventually, if they hold on to it, it's really, it's not this, so there's no pressure on you. It's just really just kind of coming alive to what you are. But he was sharing with some cool things that we were sharing with Brent and Leslie. It's like, uh, all things are possible to him who believes. And the pressure has been put on you guys a lot. Like you need to believe more and believe harder and pray in tongues more and do all this more. And at least for me, the natural thing was like, God, I'll never live up. Anybody ever because he would talk about how long he'd pray in tongues and all these all-night prayer meetings. I just like, sorry, dude, you lost me. Because um, he gives his beloved sleep. Amen? I'm resting on that one. He says, he's the one who never sleeps nor slumbers. Thank God I'm going to bed. And it's really real. You don't have to strive and strain and all this crazy stuff. That So mentally I thought, geez, if that's what you have to do, to heal, I don't know if I can do this thing. It's like, I'm not staying up all night. Just, and then that people would go, well, you're not committed enough to the Lord. I guess not. I guess not. Does that sound like the father when the prodigal sons come back? Did he tell him that? He couldn't even tell the, the, the father how bad he was before he said, none of that matters. You're loved. You're valued. Everything I have is yours, and it always will be yours. Come in and enjoy life with me. Isn't that what he says? Come in and have a feast, Right? So guess what? Everything, his life, his abundance, his healing, his health, his joy, everything's for free because you're a son, you're a daughter, you're loved. So anyway, but they do some crazy stuff there because, uh, uh, like, I'll just give you one. And if all things are possible to him who believes, and belief is really just coming alive to something. And so you come alive, I think, when you hear testimonies like this and you go, gosh, is that really real? It's like, yes, and it'll happen for you too. But they share some cool ones um, uh, like one, they were, um, oh, well, here's kind of, this is kind of cool stuff, just about divine protection. Like, it's serious business there. They wouldn't let us out, out of the gates because we're the only white people in, that we saw until you got to the airport, right? And so uh, they wouldn't let us out because some of you guys know what's going on in Nigeria even now. It's like uh, uh, all the killings from Boko Haram and all these different things, but uh, their kids, sometimes they, there's ritual killers that just t- steal the kids off the buses daily. It happens every day. But here's what's cool is they were, the kids, they were so aware of how much they were loved and divinely protected. These ritual killers, they'd have all these little kids in the room, and they would go, these two we can't touch, let them go. Testimony after testimony after testimony. Is that divine protection? Is that cool or is that cool? So mom and dad, you see your kids whole, you see them healthy, you see them loved, you see them whatever, and that seed planted in your heart will return for you. Amen? You don't have to strive over it, you don't have to struggle for it. Um, just cool testimonies like that. And so anyway, this, it just became very real to us. And, and uh, guys, if you just do it, you don't have to look for any physical manifestations, etc. right away, but if they will happen. 
And uh, I was just thinking of one where that, that lady on the plane, and she was asking questions about what we're doing, etc. And, and so I'm kind of sharing with her. And, and then we were talking about healing a little bit. And, uh, and she said, oh, I can't bend my knee. It's, it's had all these um, issues forever. And, and then she says this, which I thought was funny. She goes, but I'm Catholic. So I don't think he cares. <laughs> Will it work for me? I'm like, yes, yes, of course it'll work for you. So, uh, so my dad was Catholic. My mom, mother was Dutch Reformed. It's a, he doesn't really care whether you're Lutheran. Here's what's really wild. He doesn't care if you're Lutheran, Muslim, atheist, nothing. He heals. Isn't that beautiful? So anyway, what better way to show him his love? And, and uh, I didn't pray and fast. I didn't do anything, guys. I'm just sitting with this lady flying to Los Angeles, right? And I, I said, can I just put my hand on your knee? And she's like, yeah, okay. So I put my hand on her knee, and, just, and mentally I'm just seeing his love and light flow through me to her knee. Using my imagination is really all I'm doing. And her knee just starts cracking, like rearranging and cracking. And, and I'm like, oh, this is a cool one. Thank you, Father. But, the, but there's a lot. I don't feel anything. Most of the time I do feel something. But if you do it, guys, you'll learn. You'll learn that it gets very real. You don't have to push it. You don't have to add anything to it. Just see his love, his light, his his love start to flow into that area of their body. See them whole versus I rebuke that arthritis and everything else. I just put my hand on there and just like, Father, let her know she's loved and just work in that area right now. And it starts cracking and I told you this. is So we're on this plane all of a sudden she goes, um, she had her earphones in. You ever hear people talk when they have earphones in? All of a sudden she goes, do you hear that? Like really loud. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I hear it. I think everybody else hears it now too, but you can hear it audibly, etc. And so she was so pumped up. So then I didn't do say anything else. We had about an hour left in the flight. And we're just sitting there. And all of a sudden, um, uh, so I was in the middle. I, got, I had got, oh, that's like hell. <laughs> I took an earlier flight because I, I had to get out there. And like, oh, the middle seat. Uh, at least it was the exit row. So she gets up. And I, I'm kind of looking out of her eyes. She's like, huh, huh, huh. She says, doing that. I'm healed. I'm like, praise God, you're healed. Isn't that cool? That's just cool stuff. So we exchanged emails, and, the, and I just touched base with her the next day. And she's like, oh, my God, I walked on the beach with my friend for whatever. I haven't been able to do that forever. Every one of us are supposed to be the light of the world to do that for others. But here's what's cool. Some of you guys know my, one of my favorite scriptures ever is, he who waters is himself watered. So when you pray for others, even if you're feeling like blah, right? Scubula. Exactly, Dennis. So um, it's hog manure. It, that's Greek, right? Yeah, it's not Hebrew. Yeah, it's, scubula is Greek. So anyway, it's, it's hog doo-doo in Greek. So if you want to just, if you want to teach your kids how to not to say farm words, just say scubula. Anyway, um, it's just good, isn't it? It's just, what was I saying about that? Scubula. Anyway, let's get into this thing, because uh, I'll, I'll dig myself deeper and deeper, but this is, we can all do this, because you all have, oh, he who is watered is himself watered, so anyway, when you're praying for others, just know that it's flowing through you, and it's touching every atom in your body, too, so when you, when you do things like give to the Inspire 100, what are you doing to yourself? You're blessing yourself, you're prospering yourself, and a lot of, it's been so abused, people are scared of it, and so I would just encourage you, like I said, is, is get into some kind of giving program, whether it's a ministry or, or something like that. And you can 
do baby steps if you need, but it's really, it's not, the, it's not a transactional thing. That's what people don't understand. It's really a rhythmic thing for you to practice this, where as you're giving, you can go, you know what, Lord, thank you that your riches of God are flowing back into my life because love, God so loved the world, he did what? He gave, right? Love naturally gives gifts. When I, when I love my wife, do I want to give a gift to her or am I reluctant? No, of course. I, it's just this natural response of his life. But then, you know, in Philippians 4, Paul talks about it and he says, nobody, nobody understood this like you guys, the, the church. And he says, the mere translation even says it better. It says this beautiful rhythm of giving. Most of you guys have been taught only that. You got to give and you got to do this and that. No, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. But when you understand this, it's just a natural thing. It says giving and receiving. So most of you guys, been, this pressure been put on you to be giving. But if you're giving, here's what I would encourage you to do. Learn to receive. Meaning this, is as you're doing it, this is where the rhythm comes in, in my opinion. Thank you, Father, that as I'm giving, I'm prospering myself. Your riches are flowing back to me like nobody's business. Everything in my life is prospering. And you're, guess, where, guess where you're really planting the seed? In your heart. So it's just this beautiful flow. And then he says later in, in, in Philippians 4.19, he says, And my God shall do what? Supply all of your needs according to just enough? According to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Amen? So that, so if he gave, and here's, if you understand prepositions and everything, how, how it really means is, is this. Jesus is the owner of the whole world, is he not? Doesn't scripture say that? Colossians says that, John says that, Ephesians says that, all of Paul's writings, and Paul and John's writings, they talk about that. So when he gives himself, how much, what's the level he's going to give to you? Up to that. He owns all of it. So that's what he's saying. He goes, my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory, the glorified Jesus. That's the value you are. So you guys getting that? So it's really a, a deal for you to experience his joy, to experience his, uh, his favor, his blessing. So what Anything you do, guess what? It responds in kind because love, love is that, right? You guys getting this? Okay, so let's get into this praying for people. And, uh, praying for, so, but know this, when you're praying for somebody, your body has to respond as well. Isn't that cool? All right, let's go. Can we get to the next slide or no? Are we stuck? All right, so this is what I was trying to share with you. I'll, I'll speed through this real quick. So God did, didn't design it to be a struggle. You've never been separated from him. I think we got that where... Most, of, most times when I see people praying, they're begging for God, full of fear, etc. what she's talking about. Guys, you have to just, if you need to take some deep breaths and just focus on, wait a minute, everything God is, every, his perfect love, etc., is in me, through me. Every breath I take, as, uh, as Brad talks about, is Christological air, meaning you're breathing in wholeness, you're breathing in abundance, you're breathing in joy, because he's in every atom of the universe, so if you can just give yourself that, wow, as I breathe, I'm breathing in him. And in his presence is wholeness, is joy, is healing, etc. So it's just renewing your mind a little bit to go, oh yeah, he's here. He's not this distant God that you're begging. That's how most people have been taught to pray. It's really looking within and coming alive to the truth that's already you. So believing is really this idea of being alive to a truth. You don't have to work it up. If you, if you just meaning you don't have to spend hours and hours and hours of doing this. It's just a little bit of awareness, like, wait a minute. He's in and through me. He's perfect love. Anybody that asked Jesus to be whole, we're whole. 
and he's in me, and he's, rivers of living water are going to flow out of me. You guys get it? It's really that. And so it's not, he made us a divine channel to release his love and presence from within. And so a couple of scriptures that you guys are well, well familiar with. Proverbs 4, 23, watch over your heart, your inner man, your soul, your very core of you with all diligence. From it flows the springs of life. And then Jesus confirms this uh, when he stands up on that day of the great feast when they're, where they're doing this symbolic blood and water coming out of the throne. And uh, anyone who believes in me, come and drink. For the scripture declares rivers of living water will flow from your heart or your belly is what King James says, your inner man. When he said living water, he was speaking of the spirit, meaning it's a non-visible thing. Your heart and mind are, when you think, can you, it's a, it's, you guys understand that, right? It's just a, your thoughts are very powerful, are they not? But you can't see your thought, it's, but you know it's real, don't you? So anyway, um, I love this, what Mirror Reflection talks about, because this is really everything to me, is sin is singular, its symptoms are plural. It's meaning that your bad behavior is not sin to God. That gets me thrown out of an elders meeting, but anyway, because all of them want to point their sins out, and that's where I'm just, you know, I'm like, you don't even want me to get in your junk, dude, because you're a mess, I promise. Because religious people, <laughs> you know that when I deal with religious people, they're like, oh, geez. So sin is singular. Its symptoms are plural. It's been a sonship thing from the beginning, meaning you're a son, you're a joint heir, you're, everything Jesus has is yours. No wonder Jesus says, freedom indeed is found in the truth of our authentic and redeemed sonship. Even the other brother or the older brother, his father was pleading with him, my son, you've always been with me and all that I have is yours. Sin is not about things you do or don't do. It's not your behavior. Sin is missing out on sonship, missing out what's already available to you. And I think one of those biggies is a, is a whole healthy body, right? I, I want you guys to just, I want every one of you to go, okay, Lord, I'm satisfied, and you, lay, you clean over your head and your spirit goes. Isn't that a better way to go? Every one of you can do it. I know I'm doing that. You, you guys can have the sickness stuff. You can give that to somebody else. So I'm just not participating, and it's not because I have any faith, whatever. It's just a foreign thing to life. It's a, you guys know that. Randy, when you see it, isn't it just rip your guts out, Right? And you want to go, you're loved, you're just loved. And you do a great job at that, but you're kind of limited what you can do in the hospital, right? So you do your best knowing that as you, some of the people that are very open, you can do this with them. Just pray with them and see them whole, etc. And their body will respond. So a sonship means you own everything. Does he own healing? Then you own healing. Got it? I better keep an eye on my time because the clock's not up there. All right. Oh, it's late already? Jeez. All right, let's go. So... Let's get to the next slide. Oh, I wanted to show you this. I'm not going to spend time on this, but you can go look this up. Just go look this up. I showed you this before. This is the Chinese hospital. It's medicineless, but they have 95% success rate of cancer, of anything. 95%. It's pretty good, isn't it? And it's medicineless. And if you go watch this, you can just, there's a tumor on this lady's bladder. These three guys have been trained how to pray, how I'm going to teach you. And the tumor just shrinks up right in front of their eyes within two minutes. Isn't that a good way to pray? All right, so I told you about it. I don't, we'll, we'll go to the next slide. That, that thing just goes to zero, that tumor, right in front of them. Is that cool or is that cool? And you don't have to work up anything, guys. You see it in your imagination. Your imagination is divine, and the, 
the spirit realm conforms to that. Now, what I did want to show you on, uh, let's go to the next slide after that video. What? That's it? We missed one then. This one. Yes. This is one I wanted. All right. This was commentary. What they were trying to explain what these people were doing, and I think this is key. This gives us some really important parts in Scripture, in my opinion. So they didn't try remove the tumor. They didn't try fix it. I think that's how a lot of times people pray. Like They get kind of like, um, they're praying at the problem versus seeing the person whole is a better way to describe that. So they're trying to, they're trying to fix the cancer. These people aren't looking at it. What they're doing is they're seeing her vibrant. They're seeing her whole. They're just seeing the love and the favor of God go through every part of her body, seeing her whole. Does that make sense to you guys? Versus trying to, hey, what's wrong with you? And I do that sometimes just because people like to share their stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Really irrelevant. But anyway. So, they, so it's not good versus evil. That, boy, this is a hard one for Christians to get because we've been taught this very distinct good versus evil forces where somehow that, that uh, evil is attacking their body and, um, and we have to have enough goodness to overcome it. And Paul clearly tells us there's one body, there's one spirit. Evil is just lack of good. It's, there's, not a, it has, there's no force attached to it, only the force we give it. Take that, oh, I hope you get that. You're not having to battle something, guys. This is, you know, and I see this all the time, and they use words. I don't want to get into that. Um, they get into all this weird spiritual warfare stuff, and it's, it doesn't have to be that difficult is, is really what I want to say. It's just see them whole, see them loved, see them vibrant, not trying to overcome some darkness. When they know they're loved, when Stanley knew he was loved, the darkness fled, right? You guys get it? So I don't have to battle the devil. I don't have to battle the spirit of cancer. I don't need to do any of that. All I see is I release what's already true about them. I see them loved. I see them valuable, etc. And so anyway, and this is what they know, which I don't think most of us know. They know that the physical absolutely must conform to the field, or we would call it the spirit. And these are the commentary after this. Tell them what they do. They are creating with their hearts and minds. Doesn't that sound familiar? They're using their divine gifts of their heart and mind, creating with it, knowing that what they see and feel in their heart and mind, the physical must absolutely conform to it. Is that cool or is that cool? When you know that, that's Mark 11, 23, 24, which I was sharing last week. Because if you look at it, a lot of you guys know it's been called Hagen 23, 24. Mark, Mark Hagen 11, 23, 24. And all I want to say about this is this, is what I was sharing about the Hebrew language last week. It says, um, I got to think, I got to speak King's English in a minute. Uh, how's it go again? Mark eleven twenty four says, Basically, it's when you realize you have received it, it's past tense, it's aorist tense in Greek, meaning it's past tense, then you have it. Remember I was sharing with you last week that, that the Hebrews don't have a future tense? Most of us pray like this. Most of us pray hoping God will move and it'll be healed in the future. Is that fair? And then we're going, why is he not healing this person? And this is what I deal with pastors all the time. They're like, sometimes he just, he doesn't want, he doesn't do it when we want him to do it. And I'm like, no, there's no time in Jesus. They're whole. Every one of us are whole already. He's the telos. He's the end of time is what he says, right? So if everything started in him, everything's going to end in him. 
We can be there right now. So Mark 11, 23, 24 is basically saying that if you believe you have received it, that's what it says, and it's aorist tense, it's past tense. So if I know I'm already got a whole body, then I'm not getting freaked out waiting for it to happen. I know that the body will conform to that. Does that make sense to you guys? That's prayer. You see the end as if it's already done, and you feel as if it's already done, and the emotion is what we're after, guys. You're I was looking at the, the, all the words power and energio in, in, in Greek today, you know, the dunamis of God, the power of God, the, the working power of God, and it's all this idea, <coughs> like energy, energio is energy in motion. Well, when we feel loved, can't you feel it like it's a physical sensation? Is that fair? When you feel joy, don't you just like, it's, yes, it's, and if he's love, everything that's attached to it, gratitude, forgiveness, healing, um, that's the, when we know we're in love and we see it, we're giving gratitude and thank you, Father, that you're so good to me. You love me. And of course, Jesus heals. That's what he does. He never changes. Thank you, Father, that everything about my life is prospering. My body's prospering. My, my relationships are prospering. Everything's prospering when you're in gratitude and love because that's who he is. So everything come back to the original design. Is this helping you? So prayer is seeing it as if it's already done. But most, more importantly, guys, it's getting the emotion as if it's already done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father. Yes, just show them your love. Let me know I'm loved. As Beth was prophesying, then you can love, right? That's the energy. That's the power. That's the, the dunamis of God where, where Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the very radically good news of Jesus Christ because in it is the dunamis of God or energio of God. Follow me? Is this, is this pretty simple? Okay, that's why I love, I showed this last week too, but I love, I love the neuroscientists because they get this, they get it. So when we live by the senses, meaning, oh my God, she's, she's, she's sick, will you pray for her? Most people are doing it out of total fear, hoping that God will move and somehow like give us this or get, no, not give us that sometimes. He never changes, guys. In fact, in his eyes, you're already whole and healed. that good? So, Meaning living by the senses, oh my God, I need to do this or, I, or this or that's going on. We think we have to create future by willpower. Almost all success, teaching, health, whatever. Price of power, pray fast, get into the Bible more. That's willpower, guys. That's crazy talk to me. It's, uh, uh, that's matter trying to change matter. Like energy, like Einstein's energy equals M times the speed of light squared. It's cause and effect. If you do this, then this, right? Okay. It takes a lot of our time for our dreams to come true. Most people just punt on third and go, heck with this. This God, this Jesus thing is no bit, it's, I don't want anything with it. And I don't blame them because I got tired of it too, didn't I? It's like, this is nonsense, man. I'm going to go have some golden flame wings and onion rings and watch the Yankees. I'm still healthier than the nuts praying. So when operating in the quantum field and the frequency of their heart and mind matches the frequency of any potential, it collapses space and time. This is so beautiful to me. They really, really, they really start getting out of this. There's a higher dimension than, than physical. It's spirit. That's what he says. Every, the kingdom spirit is what he said. I showed you those scriptures. So when you're seeing and feeling as if it's already done, there's no time, it literally collapses time and space and brings the event to you. <clears throat> now it's spirit changing spirit. You're changing from within, and it, it doesn't have to take a long time. So whatever you truly experience in your imagination and emotionally feel, I love this, will slow down in frequency and collapse into matter. That's what Einstein said. The energy and matter go in and out of phase whenever you want. When you focus on something with the emotion, it collapses time and space and becomes real to you. 
So when you start seeing people whole and healthy, when you start seeing yourself whole and healthy, when you start seeing yourself loved and in a beautiful relationship, your relationships heal. When you start operating in forgiveness, because that's who he is, he's love, he's harmony, etc. it'll shock you how relationships heal. We've been talking about that a lot, isn't it? Because if he keeps no record of wrong, really all we're doing, we're starting to act like God. We're forgiving. We're not keeping any record of wrong. And when there's harmony, guess what starts to happen? God flows. It just, it's beautiful. So it'll slow down frequency and collapse in the matter. Don't concern yourself how this will get done. It's the secret of prayer right there. Okay, so all right, you can get to your feet. Sorry if I'm moving fast, but I didn't have a clock. Now I see the clock. Ah, hopefully this helps, guys. So when you, when you need to, like I said, this really works in every area of your life. But just relax a little bit when you're, when you're trying to, uh, you know, people call it different things. I've never really come up with something. Maybe you guys have something better. Like people call it practicing his presence. That's a pretty good term where you just slow life down a little bit. You don't focus on the problem. You don't focus on your physical body. If you need healing, you don't focus on the relationship if the relation needs to be whole. You just become aware of him. Like, Father, I'm loved. Gratitude's the best, guys. So start just something you're grateful for. Like for me, I go, God, I'm, I'm so thankful I have, I have a wife, I have kids. And you can, there's another thing we learned from the bishop. There's always something to be thankful for, right? He would get after us if you ever murmured. <laughs> he was like, no, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Like, yes, sir. He just kind of got frustrated with us Westerners every now and then. Yeah, but no, stop the yabbits. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but oh, darn it, I did it again. That's usually what they do. Oh, I did it again. So anyway, if you're there, I'm there too sometimes, so don't worry about it. But you just become aware of him. Thank you, Father. I'm, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for that. If you do have issues with somebody, start blessing them. Start praying for them. Father, just bless them. I love them. In the beginning, it's like, nails on a chalkboard, isn't it? If you're, if you're in this, like, no, God, get them. I love them and forgive them, but get them. I've done that before. <laughs> None of you have, but I have. It does feel like nails on the chalkboard if it's like, doggone it, you mean he's going to bless them too? No, yeah, he's, he doesn't keep any wrong for them, so guess what? And when you start doing it after... For me, anyway, after a couple days, <laughs> I wish it would be faster, but the animosity's gone. You're like, oh, and now you're just in better harmony. Things just flow better. You, you honestly start praying, for, like, wow, oh, Father, bless them. Heal them. Make them whole. Just bless their socks off them. Father, just ex- let your love go out of me to them. And, and then I use your imagination to see them loving you back and forgiving you. Just you're in harmony now. Does that make sense? Now we can start seeing and feeling of whatever you're praying for to be already whole. So when you're praying for somebody's body, know this is your spirit moving spirit. You're not trying to you're not trying to get up enough willpower to make that cancer go away. All you're doing is you're seeing that person whole, you're seeing them loved. I like to just picture this visible flow of this cloud kind of coming out of me, this mist into that area of their body just vibrating and whole and loved. And just rest in that. Knowing that that picture in your mind with that emotion is the seed that your heart will, I don't know how it works, guys. That's what Jesus says. Your heart is like soil. 
Whatever you plant there will return, but it will harvest. That's the kingdom of God. That's the, that's the energy and the power of God there, where somehow that corn seed knows how to make a field of corn. That's just radical every time I think about it. An acorn knows how to make an oak tree. And he says, this is the secret of the kingdom of God. It's within. So whatever you hold in your imagination with the emotion of joy, of love, as if it's already done. So if you want your body to be whole and you know you're already whole, like she said, just exuberant and joyful. I'm loved. I'm wanted. That's the energy of God. And the body must conform. You guys get it? So that's where you can go, it's going to be okay. Because you saw it in your mind, you felt it, and that body will conform, and you're going to start seeing healing. Not in your own body, but other people. Good enough? So ah, if somebody needs prayer, we'll do that afterwards. So Father, we just love you. We praise you. And tomorrow night, guys, if you need to get on for prayer, uh, 6.30 Mountain, 8.30 Eastern, freedomministries.live. Esther's going to be on there too, which, is, which would just be great. So Father, we just love you. We praise you. And we just thank you that this is truth. You just so divinely created us and created in your image. We're actually, we're actually matter. We're just your imagination idea. Every one of us slowed down so we can see your idea about us. And you love us and you passionately love us. And everything that's true about us is it's true about Jesus is true about us. So we can release you. We can release every part of you. So Father, just right now, we just start seeing people's bodies whole. They're vibrant. They're joyful. In Jesus' magnificent name, Father, just let that that your love flow through every atom of their body and just be a hundred times more powerful than normal. Let it be tangible to them. And we just thank you for the testimonies. Even online, people hear this even years from now. Just that when they know they're perfectly loved and when they know they're loved and they can see their bodies joyful and they can feel what it feels like to be whole and vibrant and as a young kid skipping around, that just becomes real. That is the miraculous seed planted in their heart that returns and, and really radically transforms the physical. We just say thank you for that. Father, we thank you that abundance is flowing into every area of their lives, that relationships are just healthy and restored and loved. That it's just all true, that we can just become aware more and more of to who you are. And as we plant those seeds of who you are in our heart, we get the miraculous harvest. We say thank you for that in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. If you need prayer, come on up. If you guys need prayer online, do it tomorrow. Love you guys.